Welcome to Fun is Fundamental. Fun is Fundamental is a podcast for those who realize that the enjoyment of life is about having something deep in our souls which lights our fire. It's for those who maybe have lost that fire and feel like they are missing out on the pleasures of life. In each episode, I will share recent fun activities and focus on why having fun is essential for good health. I'm your host, Elena, and I invite you to take this journey with me and join the pleasure-seeking movement. Hi, welcome to Fun is Fundamental. Today's guest is Nancy Davis. She has a passion for getting women excited about aging, and she launched her podcast, Fire After 50, in June of 2022, and you can find her at Facebook on Facebook and Instagram at fire after 50, uh, five zero, <laughs> not the num, not right, right. Don't write it out. Um, in this conversation, we talk about, she talks about how wonderful being 58 is and the excitement that she has for the years ahead of her. Um, and we talk about meditation and living in the moment and tra- traveling. And she just has a lot of wisdom about, you know, where she is in the world. And, you know, she is really in touch with her feelings and and who she is as a person. And so I really appreciate that, you know, as a younger woman, but a woman getting into middle age, I definitely have been feeling some like fear about getting older. And so it's really, was great to talk to her and see how amazing aging can be. Uh, She also has some advice for younger younger folks about being where they are now, uh, which is obviously a different place than where she is. So anyway, I hope that you enjoy and you take some of her wisdom with you. Hi, Nancy. Thanks for being on the podcast. Hi, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. So I know that you have a podcast called Fire After 50. I do. Would you like to tell me about that a little bit? Sure. So I just started the podcast recently, and I've thought about doing a podcast for a long time. And I'd say over the last six months to a year, I am 58 years old, and I've just kind of fallen in love with it. I absolutely love being 58. There are so many things that are really better. Like in so many ways, this is the best time of my life. And there are so many incredible women in my life. I I just have the best friends. They're just amazing and brilliant. And many of them don't really know that. And there is kind of a sense of just winding down as you get older and we still have so much fire and so many of these women have just these incredibly cool things going on that if they, you know, if they felt like I'm just going to do this, then even if it's not a new business or something, it's just really thinking bigger. And so I always have this image of kind of going around with a magic wand and just bunking them on the heads with it mm-hmm. <laughs> because 
they once they realize how incredible they are and that they do have these kind of dreams then it's really a, just an amazing thing to see them get lit up and think about the future and the fact is we've got many many years to go presumably i mean you know nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow at any age but yeah especially with how things are now you know i could have another 40 years lord mm -hmm. knows <laughs> so yeah 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 well yeah with when you think about all of the health like the the every like constantly they're coming up they're finding new things yes and they're finding out all this stuff about longevity and everything like that like yeah like i know i definitely know people that are like oh i'm gonna live to 120 like yeah. you're just like that's not me no no <laughs> i'm gonna go at it hard i'm gonna do it right and then i'm just getting bye-bye yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i mean i don't i don't think i'll make it to 120 but you yeah. know i know people like that that are like yeah. really yeah, into like sure. that longevity yes. game. <laughs> yes, the extreme longevity, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um what would so you personally feel like you you're at your best right now. Yes, absolutely. But you were saying like of some other women your age uh are maybe struggling with aging a little bit. I think so. Well, and, and I was too, in a way, I mean, I've never been one of those who just hates birthdays. It's never been that big a deal, but there is just a sense of kind of winding down as you get older, you know, and, um, our kids are out of the house, but thank God very close by <laughs> and, um, cause I'm obsessed with them. And, uh, you know, so, so your life really changes and you, are you know maybe getting ready to retire if you've had a long time career and you know you're an empty nester now and so all of these things that seem a little bit like a going away and you know whether it's kids you know leaving the house or your job winding down or whatever it is and and then you know your body does change for sure and you have a lot more wrinkles and you know a lot of those a lot of those things seem all negative and i don't you know it occurred to me why is it all negative why is it that wrinkles are so negative mm -hmm. <laughs> you know why is our body changing so negative and that's very much a societal thing i mean you know yeah. we all know that in other societies and other cultures it's ages is revered and certainly respected mm -hmm. and that's not really how it is here but we are completely free to question that and to turn it on its head and so for me there's so much freedom. There's just so much freedom in being this age. I can try anything. I can start a new business. I can start a podcast because I'm not busy making dinner for a family of five, or I'm not, you know, we are, we are uh, getting ready to sell our horse farm. We've had it for seven years and we've worked our butts into the ground and it's been amazing and magical in many ways, but, but now I'm ready for freedom and I can have that and most of us at this age are in a little bit better financial position than we were maybe in our 20s or 30s and you know if we were putting kids through college we're pretty much done with that now it's you know yeah. a lot of those things so we have freedom in a lot of ways and freedom is awesome mm -hmm. definitely and so were the things that so were the things that 
you know, I don't want to say held us down. I mean, you know, raising my kids was really, truly just an incredible joy. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, you know, I'm still very close with them. And, and uh, but, but now it's just me. I guess that's the thing. It's just about me, you know. Mm -hmm. And my husband and I have been together for 27 years, but we each get to decide what we want to do with our lives. And that's really, really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, when people are younger, there's definitely a lot more ties to like partly what society is expecting of you. But once you're like out of the realm of working and raising children, the I mean, the problem is like so many people probably then feel, yeah, then feel lost, right? When you don't have yes. that, that purpose. Right, right. Yeah. And I don't think that we're used to, you know, I, I say this all the time ad nauseum, but when I was a kid, women were not allowed allowed to have credit cards mm -hmm. themselves. They were not allowed to um, buy homes in their own name. There were no sexual harassment laws that protected you. You could be fired. I don't remember when this changed, but I think I was I was around. But you could be fired for getting pregnant and certainly even after the laws were around it didn't that didn't really matter i mean laws are awesome but you know they have to be enforced and and there has to be a culture around it and all of that so i think that women were not you know this this was kind of what we did and we're not supposed to play big and you know really playing big i mean for a woman to become a ceo or something like that you really had to kind of play in a man's world and you had to kind of be a man for which you were then criticized mm -hmm. and so i think that women in general but especially older women never really ask themselves so much of the time like what truly lights me up what do i want to do that's just like amazing amazing with these next however many 20 30 40 years like mm -hmm. what is really on my heart and that's not something we have trained ourselves to think about really mm -hmm. and so i think if if every you know if we all kind of went off and sat around and thought huh what do i want to do you know like do i want to become a singer i mean you don't have to be Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can, and who knows? I mean, you know, anything goes, right? And so yeah. I think that we're just not trained to really ask ourselves, what is, you know, some amazing thing that I want to do uh -huh. with my life? Because now I've got the time and, and probably more resources and it's the time. This is the time of our lives, my friend, I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. When there's a lot, lot that you've touched on, like when you, when we're younger, we're so like there's so much like for me and my spouse and all of us, we're so we're so like focused on trying to you know buy a house and like and like get ahead. Yeah, get ahead. Right. Mm -hmm. and plan and so, for your old age yeah right? <laughs> yeah exactly like I, we need our retirement and all that yep. stuff so like at this point is like obviously i want to encourage everyone to be able to like pursue things that they're passionate about and that they love yeah but it, the, the the idea that you have this freedom to be mm -hmm. able to 
let you don't have to think about that so much. Um, right. And, and there's yeah. the only limitations, the only limitations for the most part. I mean, everyone has struggles and, and at our age, actually, you know, sometimes there are elderly parents that can take up a lot of our time and energy. And, you know, there are certainly other things, but for the most part, the only thing that holds us back at this point is ourselves. And that's, that's our choice, you know, and that mm -hmm. is really exciting. <laughs> like that's really, really exciting. And I know that your show is about fun, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. It is so fun to be 58. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun to be 58. So, you know, a lot of my friends now, they are either retiring or winding down with their careers or whatever it is. And, and most of us, our kids are out of the house or almost out of the house and that kind of thing. And so there's so much more time. And so we do, you know, a bunch of my friends, I've been busy on the horse farm, but a bunch of my friends have taken up biking and I told them they have to wait for me and they have to be patient for me when it's my turn. <laughs> but they're biking, they're doing these crazy, long, amazing bike rides and everything. And this is something they never had the time to do before. So, <laughs> you know, I have a friend who is 65. She just turned 65. And we'll all go on a big, and we live, you know, just outside Boulder, Colorado. So, you know, a hike here in Boulder is like a capital H hike, you know? Yeah. It's just, the bar is very high here in Boulder. <laughs> yeah. What people do athletically. And that little woman, and she is little, and she's this tiny little woman, and she's always out in front, always out in front. She's 65 years old. Oh. Altitude you know, whatever, doesn't matter. Rocky doesn't matter. She is out in front at 65 years old. And we just do, and we do, we can just hang out and try new things. And I mean, that's the thing that's, that's hilarious. And a, a friend of mine just retired and she went to Costa Rica and uh, volunteered at a wildlife rehab place. I think she was there for a month just because why the hell not, <laughs> you yeah. know? because she could. So, you know, just friends are just doing these amazing, incredible things. And it's, it's just so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Colorado is uh, one of the most fit states in the whole United States. I remember hearing about that recently, which, you know, makes sense, because like, people like to be outdoors a lot in Colorado. And, yes. I, know, I always you know. sound like a tour guide, but there are over 300 days of sunshine a year here. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yes. So people are outside <laughs> all the time. And in the winter, it's dry, which, you know, your skin sort of cracks and falls off and that's you know, <laughs> your hair falls off and that kind of thing. But it's, you know, you can just be outside all the time. Uh -huh. And it is quite shocking what some people <laughs> do you know, flying off cliffs and hella skiing and doing like doing all these things. And that's, you know, that's an normal day for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. I live, I live in Seattle and it's kind of the opposite. We have like 300 days of, of rainy. Clouds. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. It yes. gets very, very gray here. It's not, not so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we have, you know, we're famous for our 14ers. We have, I don't even know how many 14,000 foot mountains here. And so that's a big thing is to climb a 14er and which I did once and only once. <laughs> uh, that's hard. And uh, but you know, there are 
many people, relatively many people who have climbed all the 14ers in Colorado. And that's just kind of what people do. Yeah. That <laughs> so, sounds really intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Very intimidating. Yes. And like your neighbor can be an ultra marathoner or something here, you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy and inspiring and mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess, what would you say is one of the big, biggest differences for you from when you were younger to now? Like what's, what's like the biggest thing that you think has changed? I would say, okay, this sounds like a Hallmark card, but I would say self-love. I was going to say self-acceptance, but it's bigger than that, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and I really just, was very self-conscious and you know re replayed the tapes in my mind you know you'll have a conversation afterwards you'll be like oh why did i say that and you know those kinds of things and and worrying a lot and yeah just a lot of self-doubts and you know all of that and now it's just like you know what what can you do <laughs> you know <laughs> had that conversation I sounded stupid that's funny you know <laughs> what can you do right yeah and you know obviously if you hurt somebody then you say you're sorry and which is really quite easy to do you know and um but it's just it's just so much more relaxed I'm just not thinking so much about what I need to do or haven't done or you know it's just so much more relaxed and so that's a whole nother level of freedom because so much of our lack of, i mean again there are absolute realities and i am very privileged and um in so many ways in but so much of our lack of freedom aside from those realities are in our heads I mean, it's just what we do to ourselves and say to ourselves and how we limit ourselves and how we, you know, we don't have enough regard for ourselves and, you know, just, just don't treat ourselves the way most of us treat our, our friends and, you know, so. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. our worst enemies. Yes, for sure. And that's just getting better and better and better and better because it's, you know, some of those things are like, well, who cares what I weigh? Who cares what I, you know, like a lot of those things, like, you know, this is, this is who I am. And it's really fun. It's just really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm only 41. I'm like, is that, is that my age? <laughs> is that right? <laughs> is that right? <laughs> yeah. I always get my right. kids ages wrong. I always tell people the wrong age of my kids. And I'm like, you know, you should know your kids' ages. Yeah. <laughs> but oh well. Yeah, it's close yeah. enough. They forgive me. They two, don't care. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even for myself at, at this point, I definitely have seen a lot of improvements in how I view myself. And, you know, I still like struggle some with all of the parts of me. Sure. Um, but it's way way better after like the 20s were like really bad <laughs> and then like 20s are like, hard aren't they're they so, they're so oh my hard. 20s were the worst <laughs> oh, the <goodness>. worst <laughs> yeah yes 
And so then, and then like thirties, you're like, okay, it's a little bit better. And now I'm in my forties and I'm like, okay, it's going to keep getting better. Like, it just, does. I'm just telling you, especially if you let it, especially if you don't have this image of what it is or is supposed to be or what it means or, you know, any of that. It's like, if you just let it be better than ever, it really, really, really is. It's mm -hmm. so great. Well, yeah, I guess if you're not always like shooting on yourself and like, oh, well, I wish I had done this and, you know, like right. all these, you know, like, why isn't my life different than I thought it would be, you know? Right, those. exactly. And you can always do that to yourself and you can also just not, <laughs> you know, it can, yeah. it can, you know, I mean, I, I don't know that there are any parents who say, I know that I 100% did the best by my kids in every moment there's i mean i haven't met a parent who's never yelled at their kids or anything like that and yeah. and you know i strongly don't believe in that right but i still yelled at my kids sometimes when i got yeah. frustrated and there were a few of them and you know they were late for school and whatever it was that kind of thing so they're you know but but oh well right they're grown-ass kids now <laughs> like yeah. people so yeah. there's nothing I can do about it. So I can go back and suffer over it, but you know, there's nothing I can do about it. And they're super gracious. They really are. You know, they, they say all kinds of nice things to me about it, but I think that's also partly because I am very welcome. You know, if they, if they have some memory from the past that may not feel great to me, I still just suck it up and welcome them whatever their realities are and that kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. but I just, there's nothing I can do about it now. There's nothing yeah. I can do about, you know, not having been a rock star or not having been a CEO or not having, there's nothing I can do about it. So mm -hmm. what am I going to do now? <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm just going to go hang out with my girlfriends and, you know, eat a good meal and yeah. Yeah. Ride a horse. Yeah. Regret is a very wasted emotion is it an emotion does that seem right <laughs> or, i don't know I, I don't you know, know. <laughs> i i think that it is arguably an emotion and the reason i think that is because this is another thing is that i've become so much more aware of my own body and not with not in the way of critiquing my body or not being happy with my body but just you know if i have a feeling now i Feel it in my body i'm like oh like that just hit me in the chest and i feel it and and i think regret is something that i feel very much it's like you feel it you know you feel it in your chest or you feel it in the pit of your stomach or you know it's just so a few people have said that emotions are just energy in motion mm -hmm. you know and i think that that is I think regret is is like that it's just like this kind of dark energy and and really you can just literally shake it off mm -hmm. you can just dance it off you yeah. Know? You yeah you sound you sound like you're very um like grounded and like like really present um thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> i not always of, for sure yeah well at least yeah. like when you're talking about like feeling it in your body, because a yeah. lot of people ha have done so much to like numb themselves from their feelings. And right. um, we're really trust, like we really don't trust our feelings and our intuition. And 
I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think all of that is true. And I think that the only way you can't get around, I mean, this is very cliched, but you can't get around those feelings. You have to just eventually, you just have to be willing to really feel them. And I think that that's, you know, I'm a big meditator. I don't know what that means, big meditator, but, I, you know, meditation really has really changes my life on a daily basis. And really what meditation is, as I know it, is, you know, it's never about trying not to, John Kabat-Zinn is, you know, is one of the first people who really kind of brought it into the mainstream. And he says, if you try not to have any thoughts, you'll give yourself a headache. So it's really about witnessing your thoughts, you know, just observing them. And then maybe you anchor with something like the breath and you keep coming back to the breath. And when you do that, then you notice where your mind actually is and what you're actually thinking. And it really is this sense of patience and observation in kind of a neutral way. And I think that's, that's kind of what saves my ass on a daily basis is just, you know, being like, Oh, well, I did that again. Whoops. (laughs) You know, like, Oh, that's a bummer. That doesn't feel good. Well, eventually I'll forget about it and be thinking about the grocery list. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but things just don't feel so heavy and hard and whatever because you know they're just like literally feelings. They're just feelings in your body and they really do pass. Mm-hmm. How long have you been meditating? Well, I started meditating, gosh, like 28, 29 years ago, but then I mm-hmm. went for a very long period, most of that um kind of forgot all about it and then i've been meditating again really on a daily basis for about a year you know i went back to it kind of you know i mean it was so it was always so great and so helpful so you know why keep doing it right mm-hmm. <laughs> like anything yeah. else that's quote unquote good for us it's like why keep doing it you know yeah. so yeah but now it's you know i think it's it's like any other habit it's such a habit for me. And so it kind of feels like coming home. It doesn't feel hard to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just so clear. I think in, you know, when you first start meditating, it can be, it can feel like kind of a struggle and you have to have self-discipline to make yourself do it and everything. And once you get past that, then it just, it's so yummy. It's just, yeah. it's just so yummy to just be still, to just have your body be still and accept whatever's going on. Yeah. 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 I've only been doing it on and off for like the last few months. Right. But I definitely know, I feel the difference when I, when I've done it in the morning yeah. than when I didn't, you know. Sometimes you can't even explain it, right? You just know that you feel better if you do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and like, it's like, sometimes I'm like, it doesn't even like, I'll just be like, it, like I ha- didn't do it. And I'll be like, why am I feeling so like, so much anxiety or something right. and I'll just be like oh yeah I didn't meditate today maybe that yeah, has to do there with you that. go yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah like thank yeah. God. um kind of scrambled like when you feel sort of scrambled right and yeah. everything's a little bit hard and that kind of thing those yeah. are probably the days when you're like did I meditate today yeah and it doesn't mean that you know if you meditate I mean it's not like I meditate 
the every day that I meditate, I don't struggle in any way or, mm-hmm. you know, have hard stuff come up or whatever. I just feel much more equipped to not get knocked out by them. Yeah. And sure. to give my, just be able to breathe and, and again, you know, sit with those actual physical feelings, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Definitely. all of the thoughts just to be able to, you know, breathe and take a minute. I'm way less quick to, and this is partly age and partly, you know, meditating and so many things, but I'm just way less reactive. You know, things don't, I don't have to like do something about every single thing that comes up the mm-hmm. moment it comes up, whatever it is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand how meditation would help with that. Cause for one thing, it's just, it's just such a discipline, you know, like you have, you, you're, I don't know, just like the, the, you constantly like bringing your, your, your mind back, you know, it's just like this, it's just like this discipline so that you're like, I don't know. You can see things in a way where you're like, this isn't actually like, <laughs> this isn't the end Yeah, of this isn't all. actually, <laughs> this isn't right. And it creates this space between what is happening in any given moment and your, your need to do something about it. You know, so if somebody says something that hurts your feelings, then there's this moment of like, oh, ouch, huh, that hurt, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. so different from this, like, <gasps> you know, I have to say something back or I have to express myself or I have to go sulk or I have to, you know, absorb that message and feel like crap for the next 30 years or whatever. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, huh that was an ouchie, you know? And then it also allows you some space to, you know, to be curious about what was going on with that person, you know, if anything, if it wasn't just a simple misunderstanding or whatever it was, you know? Yeah. But just not the sense of urgency about, you know, having to react to something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, for myself a lot, like so often, I'm able to like step back and see like this isn't about me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I always felt like everything was about you in the past. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. The world doesn't revolve around me. It's great. You know? it's, that's such a shocking discovery, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. It takes well, and not everyone you, is thinking things all the time. You know, they're not yeah, like yeah. thinking things. Yeah. 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 What do you have any advice for younger women on how to stop like caring about all these little things so much? (laughs) So, yes, but part of my advice would be to accept that, you know, I mean, when my kids were little, it was almost impossible for me not to worry about them all the time, for example. And I think it's just accepting, you know, that in your twenties, generally you're thinking that you have to have your whole life figured out and everybody else is doing better than you are. Right. 
and that you should be climbing the corporate ladder if you're not. And if you are, you're probably stressed out because you're still so young and should be having fun. <laughs> and, you know, and then I think you just kind of go through these times. And I think it's, it's really helpful to accept you know, this is a time when I am really striving to get ahead and having to work really hard to get ahead in my career, whatever my career is. And, you know, and if I have kids worrying about my kids and, you know, then in your forties, a lot of women, I don't know the exact ages, but a lot of women start going through perimenopause and that's a whole shit show right there, you know? <laughs> And, you know, it's, I mean, there, your body is really starting to change. And then that brings up all of these feelings. And, and I think there is, that's a time when you're kind of going, oh my gosh, I'm not, you know, by the time you're in your late forties, you're probably not getting carded anymore, you know? And so when you realize I literally never get carded anymore, (laughs) you know, that those, those are some things to go through. And I think that it just kind of is what it is, you know? And at the same time, just knowing that life is so great. Life is so great. And as you get older and older and older, you're so, you spend a lot of time in memories. It doesn't mean that you're not living your life and that you're not looking forward, but you know, the older you are, the more memories you have, you know, at any age. And you really want them to be good ones as much as possible you know? Yeah. So I think experiences are huge. They're just huge. You know, I spend a fair amount of time lying on the couch. My, my middle daughter is home the most often because she and I are involved with the horses and I don't know, she just comes home a lot, which is so awesome. And we just lie on the couch and watch friends. And when it's over, we start all over. I think there are 10 seasons. <laughs> we just watch it. <laughs> over and over and over. We just watch it and we talk about, you know, how there are things that are, you know, really not really acceptable and how progressive it actually was for the time and all of this. It's just like, it's just a freaking comedy show right now. Yeah. But it's such a pleasure. It's such a pleasure to lie around and watch friends with my daughter. <laughs> and so there are so many other things that I could be, you know, and there will be moments when I'm like, oh, I really need to get this done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really need to edit my podcast, <laughs> you know, whatever yeah. it is. And I'm like, but you know what? I'm going to remember this, just these languid, sweet hours lying on the couch, watching the same stupid episode <laughs> of whatever <laughs> show with my daughter. Like that's, that's where it's at. You know, so trying to have that as much as you can at whatever age you are in your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's such a simple thing, but I remember like, I, I remember like I would sit like lay in my grandma's bed and we watched Dancing with the Stars when I was, you know, younger, you know, and, right. and it's just like, I like, I remember that. That was really great to like have those, like, it's such, exactly. it's so simple. Yeah. But I'm gl- so glad to have those memories. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's the thing is that you almost want to be aware of making memories, you know, not in a way that you're so 
thinking about, oh, someday I'm going to look back at this, that you're not really in the moment, but just really prizing the moment, I think, you know, really thinking, this is a special moment, I'm going to remember it, you know, this is like, I'm just going to take a little snapshot right now. And I think another thing, unrelated, but another thing that bit of advice that I would give to younger women is you can change it up. You know, you can't ditch your kids. (laughs) That's, that's not a thing, but um, in my book, but, um, but you can change it up. You know, if you went to school and then you got a law degree and then you got a master's in law and everything, and you don't want to be a lawyer, just don't freaking be a lawyer. Like you can change it up and, and release the shame that you have around that because you know there have been so many times when i've been on a path and i'm like oh gosh i have to stay on this path or what are people going to think and really the the suffering that you put yourself through from staying with something that doesn't suit you and it doesn't mean it didn't suit you also Mm -hmm. you know i mean maybe going to law school was the right thing for you and that's going to inform whatever you do you know it's not wasted even Mm -hmm. if you don't decide not to be a lawyer you know it's not wasted and so how can I bring these incredible skills to something that suits me better at this time in my life? And then, you know, we've had this horse farm for seven years and it has given me some of the finest memories of my life, like just incredible, incredible moments. And I'm ready, move on. I'm ready to not have the financial strain of a farm. I'm ready to have freedom. I'm ready to just freaking sleep in, you know? those kinds of things but there was a part of me that was you know we talked about selling the farm that thought, what are people gonna think and sometimes people do think stuff there were people who were like you can't sell the farm how can you sell the farm it's like watch me here's the green for sale sign (laughs) yeah yes yeah you know and we're gonna be okay i mean i think so much of that is about people worrying about you like are you gonna be okay are you going to be too sad? And, you know, people worry, you know, a lot of the time people, it's not even judging, it's people worry, mm-hmm. not worry about people. So, yeah. 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 I've definitely kind of, uh, under, understand all of what you just said, because I am, I have seven more work days, uh, of being a preschool teacher after doing it for 10 years. And, wow. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, right at the end. And do you um, know what you're going to do next? Or not, not completely. Yet? No. Awesome. <laughs> Everyone's so great. No, it's so great though. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's what, okay. You want some advice? Just stay there. Just, just stay there and breathe in that. And I'm guessing that you are mm-hmm. because your podcast is about fun. Yeah, but that's the I don't know is one of the most uncomfortable things for most of us, right? Uh, yeah, and it's all, like that's the kind of thing you can just turn it around and be like, "Yep, yeah, I don't know." <laughs> and people ask me, you know, what are you going to do after the farm? You know what? I don't know, but I'll be fine. It's mm-hmm. going to be great. You yeah. know, that's exciting. Yeah, I I mean that's the thing. I'm just like. It's okay that I don't know right this minute. (laughs) It's great that you don't know. It's great that you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary, I'm sure, but it's so great that you don't know because then you're going to let more stuff in, Mm -hmm. you know, 
figuring, trying to figure things out. Oh my gosh, that so often leads us down the wrong path, boy. And then you're just stuck in another thing that you want to count up. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's like one of those things where I'm like, I'm trying to just like sit with it and not try to be pr- practical and pragmatic and like be like, well, right. oh, I have to figure this out now. Right. And you know I'm what? Gonna, you can I'm go work at Starbucks. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Let me see. How many hours before I figure out the whole rest of my life? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can always get a job that will pay the bills, right? Sure. Especially in this economy where everybody is putting signs out looking for labor. So you can always, you can pay the bills and then just breathe. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like partly it's like, I just, I don't want a career right now. Right. Just going to be like, and so like, I'm going to like not work for less next two, three months and then just do something. <laughs> you know. That's so great. Yeah. Really. I mean, that's just so great. That's a gift to give to yourself. And it's going to turn out better than it would have. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, and I don't even want to say whatever comes next because this is next. But like, this is a, a time in your life, mm-hmm. you know? So this is what I mean. Like in this time in your life, not that you're asking for all this advice, but <laughs> in this, in this time in your life, like be with this space and be with this time because it's so easy to just have all this anxiety about what's going to come next. And is it going to be okay? You know, and it is going to be okay. One way or another, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Unless you make yourself sick with anxiety. About it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, <laughs> then yeah. It might not be as okay. Yeah. But like this is just, you're giving yourself this gift and it's just, you know, like make some memories. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I have, you know, my my whole philosophy is about having fun. I better have some fun. <laughs> yeah, you better have some fun, woman. Get it now. Come on, get it. Come on, have some fun. <laughs> I'm going to be very serious about this fun here. Yes, yes. Better schedule it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like to ask people what their play personality is. Um. Dr. Stuart Brown is like at the Institute of Play in the United States and there's eight play personalities. Okay. Um, let's see if I remember off the top of my head. Joker, okay. artist, explorer, kinesthetic, competitor, storyteller, collector, and director and the director is like someone who likes to plan things oh gosh i have a little bit of so many of those things but as per usual with questionnaires and surveys and quizzes and things like that i don't know what i do know is that usually i'm in my greatest joy when i'm with my people and even new people honestly So I don't know that that would be storyteller or director or any of that. I just, I love people. Yeah. I (laughs) mean, I think it could be like a combination, you know? Yeah. 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 Now I'm like 
What am I? I know. I'm so like bad at all those people. things. Yeah. yeah. And I also get really nerdy with a lot of those quizzes where I'm like, you know what? You can't, they, they gave you two different responses as one of the answers. So which one do I ever, I get very nerdy about them and get all, you know, like that, I, I can't answer the question. I can't answer the question. So I, I've been known to do uh, like, like quizzes, like BuzzFeed quizzes, like twice, because I'll be like, well, what do I get if I answer this one? Like, right, this exactly. <laughs> yes. And they both, they both feel true. It's like, yeah. just end this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, so yeah, whichever I, one kind of goes around and says, hey, I'm Nancy, let's chat. Hey, where did you get that? What are you doing? You know, yeah. how old's your kid? What do you do? Like, yeah, you know, the, all of that. That's, yeah. That could be part of the storyteller partly. And, but also explorer. You like to explore, explore. Where, like, where other people are coming from. Sure. And like that, you know? Yeah. And also director. Everybody come over here and talk to me now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come to my house. Yes. Let's hang out. Yes. Come play. Let's play. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Um, how would you define fun? Oh, gosh. I think there again, it's probably almost a physical feeling. You know, when you can feel your heart lifting and you're just in it, you're just completely immersed in it, mm -hmm. you know? I think that's, um, it's, it's almost a sense of elation, I think, you know, and generally when you're having fun, I think you're, you're aware of it. And again, not in this self-conscious way, but in this way of just being like, this is so fun. I mean, we often say that, right? Like, this is so much fun. I'm having so much fun. Yeah. So I think it's just this, you know, this physical feeling of, just your heart lifting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Well, well, well said. I like that. Thank you. Um, what would be your dream vacation? Oh, I'd go anywhere. I would go anywhere. I'll tell you what's what I'd love to do at some point in the not too distant future is to go to Ireland. I mean, this is the irony is about selling the farm is that I, there are a lot of horse things I want to do <laughs> that, <laughs> that, you know, when we sell the farm, I'll have the freedom and the money to go do all this horse stuff. So mm -hmm. that's, you know, I remember going to, we went to, they call them guest ranches now, but I think they're just dude ranches. And, um, and every time we, we went, I would meet somebody who actually owned horses. And I always thought that was funny right? To spend all this money to go on vacation to ride horses when you have horses at home. But now I completely get it. And because it's, first of all, you don't have to do any of the work, you know. And second of all, you can just go do it, do different, you know, horse sports in different places with different people. Mm -hmm. So I would go to Ireland and, you know, they have just incredible what they call cross country jumping, where you just kind of go out there and gallop around and jump over things. And that would be super fun. Nice. And, yeah. and then, you know, anywhere my girlfriends, you know, a bunch of my friends have been traveling more and more and I haven't been able to do that. So wherever, you know, this one says to go, you know, Patricia wants to go here. Sure. Wendy wants to go there. Sure. <laughs> you know, wherever they want to go, I'm just going wherever my kids <laughs> want to go. If my husband wants to go somewhere. Yeah. Nice. And, I mean, I just, I would go everywhere for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Last question. Okay. When's the last time you laughed so hard that like it it like hurt? 
Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of an exact thing, but I do that very often with my middle child. Mm. All three of my kids are absolutely hilarious. Um, and my husband is hilarious in a very dry wit, it takes a beat kind of way. <laughs> and, um, you know, where he says something and I mean, now again, we've been together for 27 years, but it's funny to watch other people take that beat. And then they're like, that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> but I don't, you know, I think in our family, we love to laugh at each other, but not at all in that kind of teasing underbelly way at all. Mm -hmm. um, as a matter of fact, I'm, one of the things I'm so proud of with the kids is that they're such cheerleaders for each other and for just other people. They, they love to see people succeed and be happy. But, um, but, you know, if I fall down, assuming I haven't hurt myself and no one's around to see it, it's wasted to me. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's just, we just, you know, our, our um, group chat is LMAO, you know, like we just, <laughs> that's what it's called. And, we just, you know, if I do something stupid and they don't get to see it, it's so sad. <laughs> so I have to tell them all about it, you know. So those are some of the times that we just laugh so hard, you know, because we don't really take ourselves very seriously and because it's just very funny. That's good. Yeah. 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 It's good to be in that kind of family. Yes. It's great. All right. So where can the listeners find you? Uh, so my podcast is out it's called fire after 50 you can find it on apple spotify and several others which i can't name off the top of my head and i'm on instagram at at fire after 50 and that's five zero and then also i have a facebook page that's fire after 50 and that's where people can find me all right yes it was so great to talk to you and uh thank you for being on the podcast Thank you and so much for well. You're so welcoming and you're just really sweet and lovely. Thank you. Yeah. I, and I'm I excited for you. Thank you. And your I don't know phase. I'm super yes. excited for you. <laughs> yes. It's going to be awesome. It is definitely. Well, yeah. I hope you have a great dinner. Thank you so much. And you have a great evening. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.